0: This is a recording that I was actually hoping I would never have to record. And unfortunately, it's come to the fore in the last few weeks in my consciousness. And then it landed in front of me yesterday morning in the People Management magazine from October 2020. The reason I get the People Management magazine is because I'm a qualified member of the Chartered Institute of Personnel and and Development. So the sort of learning and HRE type industry, um, chartered, you know, the body. And the this recording is around redundancy. Um, it's one of those words that can put fear into the heart of people, or some people go, Yes, best thing that's ever happened to me. So I want to give you some facts and figures that are published in this book, in this sorry, in this magazine. I want to give you some facts and rights off the government website. I want to tell you a story about how people react and I also want to um, indicate some of the emotions and and some of what might happen if you are faced with a redundancy opportunity and I'll say opportunity because it can be or whether somebody that you know is. So what's happened? Give you a little bit of background to this If you think about what's happened with lockdown since March, this is 2020 being recorded in the UK. If you think about some of what's happened with lockdown since March uh, 2020, things have just changed uh, dramatically. If you look at what's going on in the high street or in businesses, people are working differently. Businesses have lost business over this period. Some businesses will not come back. They've gone... um, They've shut. So there are and some industries are massively affected, perhaps more so than some others. So this could be industry specific. It could be location specific. There's so many. It's a culmination of all sorts of things happening. So what has happened in the last month where furlough, the original furlough is coming to an end? end of September. During September, I know there were businesses and I had a few conversations with a few businesses who were going to make redundancies and issue the redundancy notice from the beginning of September. So the redundancy would be over one month redundancy by the end of October. So when the furlough scheme ended, because nobody knew what was coming next. And the Article in the People Management magazine, just going to read you some figures because it's amazing what you can actually get with the Freedom of Information Act within the UK. I hasten to add that. But they're saying that the job cuts could be the worst for a generation, and they're actually indicating that the job cuts this time round will be worse than our recession of 2008. And apparently, in 2008, uh, Organisations notified the government that there would be around 180,000 staff at risk of being made redundant. And this time round, and these are figures from the Institute for Employment Studies, the IES, um, based on official data obtained by the Freedom of Information request, employers had notified the government of nearly 380,000 staff at risk, so double, basically, But the IES estimated that the UK was likely to see around 450,000 job losses this autumn. So autumn is before Christmas. Um, And it could exceed 735,000 if the notifications continue to rise. So this is just a number at one particular point. Um, So it's a sad reality. And if you think about what has happened with the with industries, with the economy, clearly there are going to be made there are going to be redundancies. Now, some of those may be voluntary; people will opt to take a, re- a redundancy um, position. Some of them will not be voluntary; they will be given. They'll, people will be told. But there's also other ways around it within businesses where. People can take reductions in working time. Um, Organisations can withdraw job offers. So people who may have been offered a job may have that withdrawn. So again, there's a whole other gap of a group of people there. Um, So that the existing workers within the business can be redeployed. And of course, staff can take unpaid leave. So there's various ways around it. And please remember, with any redundancy... And I say this from the heart, it is the job that is made redundant, not the individual. So redundancies occur where the business cannot continue the post. Now, for some of you, that may not make a jot of difference, but for others, it will be the grain of hope that allows their own self-value and self-esteem to not be hit. It's not the individual, it is the job that is made redundant. Which means that the organisation cannot then recruit to the same position, to the same post within a certain period of time. Now, I also want to share. So I'm on the .gov.uk redundancy your rights page on the um, government website. And at the minimum level, and this is actually where it becomes a little bit scary about the amount of money you may get through a redundancy package. Unless your redundancy package is enhanced for whatever reason, that does happen. You have to be employed for two years or more by your organisation. And under 22, you'll get half a week's pay for each full year you've worked. Over 22, and under 41, you'll get one week's pay for each full year you've worked. And if you're older than 41, you'll get one and a half weeks pay for each full year you've worked. And that is capped at 20 years, 20 years service. And the weekly pay is the average you've earned per week over the 12 weeks before the day you get your redundancy notice. So if you're working, you know, you get overtime. Um, if you're paid overtime as part of the job you do, that is Uh, worked into the figure over the last 12 weeks. So what do I want to say about redundancy? It can be the best thing that will ever happen to you. It was for me. And it can also be the worst thing that has ever happened to you, as it was for one of my colleagues when I took redundancy. And it was, I have to say, a couple of decades ago. Now, I've only ever experienced redundancy once. One of my friends has experienced it. I think it's four times. So it sort of becomes a bit of a norm after a while. But that doesn't stop the emotional turmoil that some people go through. Um, And that's what I would like to add into this episode of the Conscious Leadership podcast. So I'm going to tell you a story and then I'll tell you about the stages that we go through within change. It's the change curve for some of you that know it. But myself, and I'm going to share the story of one colleague, went through exactly the same situation, exactly the same redundancy, exactly the same package, at exactly the same time, with initially exactly the same decision made by both of us to take the redundancy rather than being made redundant. Now, we did it. Well, I know why I did it. I thought I knew why she did it. I thought it was for the same reasons at the time, but it clearly wasn't as the process unfolded. So what happened? I worked at the time within the learning development department of one of the UK's biggest retailers, and they merged with another retailer. So there are duplicate posts, duplicate roles, duplicate heads of departments, duplicate basically everything within these two organisations so there were two people for most jobs. Only one is going to get the job. So one got the job. One was either redeployed or made redundant. Some people took redundancy. And within my division, Learning, department, learning and Development and the HR division, there were about 100 of us across the country. We all got called up to a big city in the middle of the UK, and of course, it was a cascade. So as the jobs at the top were being allocated, interviewed for, you know, you you had to um, apply for the job if you wanted the job. The next level down were then given the information that they needed to make their decisions. And we got called into this big city in the middle of the country. We drove up. It was about four or five hours from where I live. We drove up. There was a whole carload of us. We got into the room. There was about 100 people in the room. And the individual who had got the top job within our division, within our department um, across the UK, came into the room. There was a big organogram on top of a, a on a flip chart. He smacked the top of the flip chart and he said, that's my job. And I remember sitting at the back of the room at the time I was sitting on the windowsill at the back thinking, I'm not working for you. What the hell? You know, you've got 100 people in front of you some with family, some with not, all with financial obligations, some with kids, some with not, you know, some with mortgages, some with not. But right the way across the the gamut. And that's the first words that come out of your mouth. And I thought, don't want to work with you. So my decision was sort of made. And in that moment, I thought, right, well, it's a redundancy situation. I'm going to find out what my payment is. I'd worked for them for about, I don't know, 12 years, I think, various different um, jobs within that, but I think I'd worked for them for about 12 years. So I made the decision there and then. We got back to the offices, we found out what the package would be, the redundancy package would be, and I thought, well, I'm not going to get that amount of money. Um, And I don't know how old I was at the time, what would I have been, probably about 40, something like that, maybe, late 30s. I thought, It's a a decent sum of money because I've been there a while. It was enhanced because it was a merger. So, there's, you know, different things can happen with uh, redundancy packages. I found out what I was going to get. I thought, well, I'm going to take the money. I'll go and get out and get another job as part of our packet, or I'll go out and work for myself, which is what I did. And part of the package at the time was that we got an outsourcing package so you know talk to your employer if you're in this situation talk to your employer about what you can access and i don't know whether the government will do any of this so we need to you know you need to check it out i'll do some more research to see what's going to happen with all this level of redundancies that are potentially happening um and i'll let you know i'll do another episode when i find anything out if i can But talk to your employer. If you've got an employee assistance programme, talk to them about what you can access. Ask them if you can get some outsourcing, whether it be a coach or a consultant that can help you. Even if it's rewrite your CV, depends what you want to do, but rewrite your CV, get some recruitment, interviewing skills type training, Um, get some coaching, get some mentoring, get some counselling, whatever it is that they may be providing. Access it and access it quickly and positively to, to help you through. So we got the outsourcing um, package and I think we had about I think we were allowed five sessions with um, an organisation who I actually went on to do some consulting with. Interestingly, at the time it was Wrights Coots. I'm not sure they're about anymore. Um, so myself and my colleague, the one I'm going to tell you about, we all we accessed the information we were also then within the working environment told what we had to do for the next you know three months i think that we were going through the redundancy package um you know the the process i decided i didn't want to do that because i didn't agree with it they were restructuring changing all the job roles and all the rest of it and basically i was threatened that if i didn't do the work then um I can't even remember what the threat was now. It would affect my redundancy package. So I did the minimum that I could. Just being really honest with you, I was very angry at what they were doing. Very angry. But I knew that I only had to get through, I think it was three months, and I'd be gone. And my colleague worked like a Trojan. And she really did work like a Trojan. And it was almost as though nothing had changed. But we were having conversations around redundancy and what was she going to do. She was older than I was. Um, redundancy what was she going to do what was I going to do we were going to the outplacement um, services and the consultant that saw me said I've never met anybody coming into a redundancy that actually knows what they want to do of course I was decided that I was going to go out and go freelance learning development uh, leadership and management consultant I was going to go freelance I was going to take the opportunity because I had the money behind me and there's a tip here if you want to go freelance make sure you've got six months salary six months money living Um, money behind you and that doesn't mean you know going up the pub every night and all of that but uh, six months money to pay your bills because then you come from a a sense of abundance rather than um, non-abundance can't even think what that word is yet Um, desperation so you're coming from abundance not desperation when you're talking to people Um, anyway it got to the last day We had exchanged presents, like leave-in presents, redundancy type leave-in presents, and we were going over the pub at the lunchtime. And I had to stop her working, and we were given a cheque, a physical cheque, for those of you that remember those, with our our money. So I got my cheque, and I thought, right, well, I know where that's going. I'm going straight over to the bank to put it in, and then I'm going to go over the pub. My colleague got her cheque and said, what's this? I looked at her in complete astonishment and said, that's your redundancy check. We, we're we finished now. She was in shock. She was still in shock. She didn't believe it. She didn't know what to do with it. And we, we went over the pub and she wanted to go back to the office to continue working. So I was over the pub. I stayed over the pub. I didn't go back. Now... What ultimately happened, and, and I suppose this had been semi-agreed at that point, my organisation then kept me on as a consultant. They asked me to do two jobs for them through the transition for the next six months. Now, I refused to do one of those jobs because I said you can't. It was to do with, at the time, um, investors in people. I said, you cannot ask me to do that when all this is going on because you're not investing in your people. So I did one part of the job and they kept me on as a consultant. So looking at how people go through redundancy, this whole process of um, change, which is exactly what it is. You've got four or five sort of key stages that you'll go through. Initially, you will be in shock. You can't actually believe that the thing that is happening is happening to you. And when you're in shock, you sort of end up and it's the next stage through, but you're you're in denial that the thing that will happen, that is happening, will happen to you. So if you think about the story I've just told you about my colleague, to the day we received our redundancy check, she was in complete denial that she was actually being made redundant. She hadn't even told her husband. That's how much in denial she was. And with all of that, what you've also then got to think about is your energy, how you're performing, what emotions you're going through. Because when you're in denial or and shock, you're probably not forward focusing. And of course, if you're going through a redundancy process and you know it's going to happen, the one thing you have to do is look forward. You have to look to how and what you can do and how you're going to do what you're going to do when you, you know, on that last day. Can you have garden leave? Can you go for interviews? Do you get somebody to support you, write the CV? Are you within those last few months, weeks, whatever it is, are you out there actively looking for the next thing, whether it's a job or whether it's going into business for yourself, whatever it is you're going to do. Now, once you've come through sort of the shock and the denial when you come through it, which clearly my colleague didn't, it's you, you go into that anger stage. And I was at the anger stage of I didn't agree with what the organisation was doing full stop, the way they were changing the jobs, the way they were um, oh, going back almost like 20 years. In my view, I mean, we were right, ended up writing on cardboard. Oh God, I'm getting angry thinking about it now. We ended up. Going back where everything was computerized and they ended up putting us right getting us to write in pencil on cardboard folders about people's training records. Now, this is only about 20 years ago. Computers were in. There was nothing. It was just like madness. Anyway, so I got angry. But what happens is that from that anger, unless you manage it, funnel it, tune it, you can go into what they call a bargaining um, position. So if I do this, that'll happen. Well, with redundancy, you don't really bargain. You, because there's not much you can really bargain with. Now, you may be able to bargain with time from your employer. Say, well, well, no, that's not even, that's not bargaining. That's wrong. You're not going to bargain time. You're going to ask them for time so you can go out and do what it is you need to do the The worst point point of this change curve is that you get to de- de- you get into a position of depression, and it's like, what's the point? What's all this about? And now, remember, please, 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 remember, we're already going through lockdown. People's emotions are already heightened. We've been in furlough, or some people have been in furlough. You may have been on eighty percent um, of your salary. You may not be on any salary. Um, I'm currently trying to get claims through from some some of my tenants, I'm a property investor as well, some of my tenants who are in the building, uh, the business of building. Of course, nothing's happened. Now, some of those are dyslexic. I didn't realise until end of August, some of them have had no money the whole way through this whole lockdown because the, the claim they had initially started or a friend had started for them um, hasn't gone through. They rang me up sort of end of August saying, can you help me? So I'm now on it. But that's another story. I'll do another episode on that because that's an experience. But if if you're in this redundancy, so so this whole redundancy um, process could be on top of furlough, 80 percent salary, which is 20 percent less than you used to get in. Dependent on how your finances are. If you were living at the top level of your finances, you may already be or some people, you know, may already be financially struggling in financial difficulties so you don't want to get to that depressive state you really don't want to get there so if you go from anger across to acceptance so don't go into that depression but the emotions are going to be around so think about what they are go across into the acceptance which is okay i'm going to be made redundant what am i going to do about it and how am i going to do that um, you can't fight it, you can't do anything about it, you're not you can't bargain, you can't get the job back because you know it's what's happened has happened. Okay, what do I do? How do I move forward? What do I do? How do I do this? So accept the redundancy quickly, as much as you can. And I know I'm saying this and there'll be people listening to this who are really struggling. You know, please call. I'm happy to have a conversation with people. So um you Julie Hogman go to my website, there's a um Uh, A contact form, which I'll check to make sure it comes through to me or find me on social media. Happy to have a conversation with you. Happy to help you wherever I can. Um, When I was made redundant and I had my outplacement, as I said, I ended up working as a consultant for the for the outplacement organization. I um, became a trainer for them um, for their self-marketing. So how do you write CV? How do you self-market yourself? How do you find another job? What research do you need to do? Now, that was a while ago, but the principle still stays the same. And of course, I'm now out there, um, you know, still working for myself, loving the freedom that comes with it, loving being able to do these sorts of things to help people. So if you go across into acceptance and then what happens is you go from acceptance into problem solving. So how can I, how can I, what can I do? How can I do this? What do I need to do? Once you're into that mode, you're assimilating into um, the fact that you are going into a new future. Now, that new future for all of us currently is not very clear. You know, if this article is right in the CIPD magazine, People Management, there's going to be a lot of people looking for jobs. There's going to be a lot of people um, changing disciplines, changing industries. Because some of the industries have gone, they've gone down the pan, which is a colloquialism for they have not in business anymore. Um, so think about if you're changing discipline, if you're looking to do something new, if you're looking to start your own business, if you're, you know, whatever the opportunities are out there now, what industries are thriving currently? That If you need a job, you can go towards to get a job or if you want to work for yourself to so create your own business What industries, what is required out there in the world now? Remembering we are now operating into into a global business. You know, Internet makes everything so flexible and so available. You can access 24-7 services. So think about what industries are thriving and what industries are going to thrive in the future. So as much as I didn't want to do, particularly didn't want to do this um, episode on redundancy, I hope that has helped. Um, if you have any questions, as always, please contact me. Find me somewhere. Send me a message. My email address is connect at clavum.global. So that's connect at clavum, clavum C-L-A-V-E-M.global, if you've got any questions. Um, I wish you all the very best. If this helps you please let me know. Um, If this helps somebody else, please let me know. If you want to leave a review on the podcast, I'd be absolutely delighted. If you want to leave a review on LinkedIn, I'd be absolutely delighted. I wish you all the very best. So please remember, you know, redundancy scenarios, situations can be that can be the best thing that has ever happened to you. Um, And for some people, it will never be the best thing that has ever happened to them. So Please make the decision, make your own choices, you know, go out there, live life, do something that will take you one step closer to whatever it is you want to do. And I will talk to you on the next episode.